Okay, thank you for listening to the Strong Calm Podcast. This is Aaron, and calm stands for together or in common. It's a root word for the two very important subjects of this show, subjects that are important to me anyway, hopefully to you, communication and community. And we have a communicator on the show with me today um, that communicates through the medium of art and illustration and in other ways to kids because she's a art teacher and a community builder and we're going to get into exactly how she's doing that um within our conversation Addie Moore hello how are you hello hi I'm glad to be here yeah uh, nerve-wracking and awesome I'm excited to be a part of it no pressure this is really exactly what normal conversations with like in between two people consist of except for you have a microphone in your face (laughs) and you're wearing headphones it's like a fancier conversation i like it a fancier conversation i like that it's a lot more expensive than my normal conversations (laughs) 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 i like it i like it right so uh i'm glad you agreed to uh get on here and record with me um because i think that we have a lot to talk about in terms of the strong calm you know what i mean so um but first, before we get into everything that you're up to and everything that you know about, um, I have some general questions for you. want to talk about how we met because this is really a full circle moment because I followed your mom on Instagram for a long time. That's true. She's That's true. She's awesome. Uh, very talented artist in her own right. And um, so then she introduced me to you i didn't even know she had a daughter i don't think at that point <laughs> and um she she introduced me to you via facebook comment because you had made a post or something uh about wanting to learn more about podcasting yes that's right? true uh, you're reminding me <laughs> i i've kind of forgotten about this honestly she kept mentioning you and like saying that we needed to connect because um you're just doing such interesting creative work uh around town and and uh i've wanted to connect with people like that for a long time and then i really got it in my head about this time last year i think that i wanted to start a podcast and um yeah from there uh i guess we met up and i i I think we met at a friend's house too by perchance or was that no we met at uh co.work oh okay yeah because i was officing there and that was a good you know just spot to to be and um yeah you're gonna do a podcast about art crime art crime yes yeah. uh and you know maybe it'll still happen in the future possibly no podcasts have been put out yet <laughs> but, um, that, but that that isn't to say you haven't been busy um and you know it, it was really just an awesome um thing because serendipitously i was prepping a poetry book and it has since been released in april but uh, April of 2018, last year. But you were absolutely pivotal in helping that book become way cooler than <laughs> what it had been uh, if you were oh not no. involved. <laughs> so toward the end of the conversation, we started talking about, hey, what if you did some illustrations for my book of poetry? Right. I distinctly remember because I, I have my notebook in front of me right now. I, I take notes and I was ta- taking all these elaborate notes on what you were saying. And you're like, oh, what else is in there? And so I kind of flip a page. You're like, whoa. And so you were kind of one of the first people to kind of validate me in, in my craft, too. What? Yeah, yeah, honestly. I think um, for me personally, I 
um, I studied art history in college, and so I always felt like my art um, was something on the side. And when you kind of recognized my work and we started working together, um, I kind of saw all this potential, obviously for your book, but um, it really validated me as an artist as well. So, I mean, oh, that's, that's good. so sweet that you say that I kind of helped you with this book so much, but I feel like you helped me a lot, like kind of. Hey, start my that's career yeah that's awesome <laughs> yeah. that's awesome it's a win-win yeah of course um well yeah yeah because um if you haven't seen y um her work uh, what's the instagram that you show your work oh i you know i do everything on my personal one now it's um addy the nomad so it's like travel um my ceramic and illustration work and then um just kind of my dog but you can also check her out and this is like shameless plug bill right now but uh my book is um uh, i'm just saying it's a book of poetry and she was awesome enough to um take my input and also run freely with some of the ideas on on the poems and put some visual element into the book that um i wrote that came out in april and it's available on my website now aaron.dunn.work/store and i'll sign it for you and send it to you or just hand deliver it if you're in tyler so um if you're listening and you're local check it out and um on my instagram there's some like she did the cover addy did the <laughs> cover and it was excellent exactly what i wanted and every everything is just really really awesome so i really really appreciate you and uh yeah I, I i just got a new like shipment of a few of them in and i'm like man every time i open it i'm like i, I can't take it for granted how special it is so i appreciate it um so that's how we met but tell people who may not know about you who you are in terms of your academic career and what you're doing now as a job so you're a art history major and what do you do for work so um, I went to UT Tyler and always knew I wanted to study art history. Um, kind of what I wanted to do with that kind of changed over the years, but I really delved into um, museum education when I was in college. I um, internship for um, the Tyler Museum of Art here in town, and then I did an internship through the Archer Fellowship and um, interned with the Smithsonian National Portrait Gallery in DC and worked with their um, education and outreach programs. Um, and so I learned a lot about community building through um, public art spaces um, in college uh, through kind of uh, working my working it into the way that I wanted it to be. And so um, when I finished college, um, I actually worked for a jewelry store for a year, interesting enough, <laughs> interestingly enough. Um, uh, and someone had mentioned that I was interested in um, art education and um, to the person looking for an art teacher here in town. And so I kind of fell into uh, teaching art at the high school level. Oh, <laughs> wow. Surprisingly, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's been such a crazy journey. So um, I got my... I got my teaching certification while working last year, and um, I teach ninth grade mostly, so art one, a um, little sprinkling of others, but uh, I work with some really incredible, talented kids, and then I work a lot on confidence building because it's art one. I know that many people have ta taken that credit in high school and really thought maybe it wasn't for them, and so a lot of what I do is try to get kids that are not super into art into just 
feeling free and making um, in the classroom. And so it's a lot of fun, a lot of fun stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I didn't get to take art one because I was a music guy in mm-hmm. high school. I wanted to do music. And unfortunately, you can't do music and art. They have to, you yeah. have to choose yeah. between, <laughs> you know, what, hey, what artist do you actually want to be? And, and, you know, the, the benefits of you know, later on down your life, you're like, oh, I can be both. Right. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, School. you have to like yeah. you gotta choose one or the other. Yeah. And that's, that's it. And so um, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, I have a lot of really dedicated students and then a lot of kids that I have to win over. <laughs> but oh, sure, it's, yeah. it's definitely a ride. For yeah. Sure. Because like art one to some kids is like, I'm just going to blow off this one. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that's got to be hard. Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. Um, like, I just do my best to win those over. And yeah. <laughs> Why do you think that is? Why do you think um, is it is it because art is so subjective and like there there's a lot of. I mean, everybody can have an opinion about art itself, right? And you know, when you think about art, a lot of times you think about fine art and then everybody's like, oh, I could have painted that, you know, <laughs> you know, one dot on a you know big frame and sold it for a million dollars. Screw this. You know what I mean? And right. a lot of people just devalue art at that point. Do you mm-hmm. think a lot of kids walk into art like that if they're not creative? Well, honestly, I think they walk in and they discredit themselves from the beginning. They walk in and like, OK, well, I haven't shown an aptitude for this before or maybe some elementary art teacher has convinced them that they're not creative in some way and so they walk in and are just the first thing they say to me is I can't draw and I'm like okay well that's like one little part of art and like um really anybody can learn how to draw I feel like that might be a different conversation but um what I what I really do is I try to build up the confidence to actually make something and use the tools available and um, I mean, really, once you like learn how to use a grid or learn how to use the materials correctly, um, you can make something that might surprise you. And so that's exciting. I think, you know, as a, as a kid, I was that kid who uh, said, I can't draw. I'm not a visual artist. And if I'm going to do any kind of artistic anything, it's going to be better to just bang on drums and um, not make anything painting or or I, I just uh-uh, not me, yeah, you know what right. I mean? And I also um, only thought that, you know, the only legitimate art was to make art that everybody understood. Oh, you drew that leaf and tree very, very well, you know? Right. Like, uh, what, what kind of art is that? Like, um, I g- It's uh, realistic yeah. or representational art. Representational yeah, art, yeah. right? So, um, but more and more, like, if, if, if I was to make something today, it would probably not be representational at all, you know? And I would have more confidence in that just because I really just don't care about what other people's opinions might be, especially because I'm not really a visual artist anyway. So <laughs> I, was like, I think a lot of that comes with getting older as well. Like you hit this point where you're like, I don't care what people think anymore. But yeah. as a teenager, it's like, oh, I care so much about what everyone thinks all of the time. Yeah. <laughs> <And> so Talk <laughs> about. Yeah, that's a hard jury. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of young people that you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that'd be hard. And you're your worst, you're your worst um, critic. So yeah. yeah, they're really hard on themselves sometimes. Well, that's awesome. So you instill a lot of confidence in the artists that you have in the classroom. Yeah, I um, try to. So I want to I want to switch gears a little bit Kay. because uh, like we, we kind of covered your work and stuff like that, but I really want to be sure that we cover some other things. So okay. um, in general, 
Um, so the podcast is about communication and community. So I want to ask you about your perspective on art as communication. Right. And how that, uh, I, I want to talk about it in two different ways. Um, so what's your perspective on just art as communication as a whole? Like, like what, what do you think about art, I guess? Like, <laughs> I, I guess what I'm asking is, um, because um, representational art makes sense. You're an mm -hmm. illustrator and you're right. excellent at, you know, drawing things that are really, really difficult for me to even understand. Right. right. So, um, but you also make art, you, you also do ceramics. I do. I make um, abstract ceramics as well. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's something that's a little bit more challenging to me to, you know, right. I can get it sometimes or maybe right. I don't or, or what have you. But um, how do you think about that? Right. So, so to, to maybe the person who um, like me or, or somebody else that's listening that just doesn't really understand um art or whatever like right. what are they trying to communicate in that sense or maybe you can share what you communicate right. um with within that medium um wh what do you think about all that okay. word vomit <laughs> no no, no it's perfect i think um the conversation about art and communication is really interesting i think um yeah coming from an illustrator standpoint you take some information and you um take something kind of related or or kind of tangent to it something very close but um as far as art as a whole, it kind of it's got kind of a broad topic, but um, I think um, visceral reactions are really interesting when you walk up to an artwork, um, especially if it's abstract. Um, like noticing um, how the colors or that environment makes you feel um, is really important because that artwork may not be intended to make you feel good or comfortable or safe, and so. Um, kind of noticing what the artist might be trying to convey through color or form or shape um, is really, I think, fascinating. Um, but uh, I think as far as communicating for me through art, um, so I, I kind of take different veins. Um, in my illustrative work for books, you know, it's pretty, pretty st straightforward or just very close to what um, the wording is, if you've ever read his book, you know, going through Aaron's book and looking at the different, um, looking at the different poems um, and kind of making up information for those was was really fun. Um, and but in my professional um, illustrative work, I take more ideas and feelings and layer color and shape and form and then maybe something to bring you back in um, to the real world, maybe like a hand or. Um, like a still life to kind of bring you back into the real world. But um, trying to communicate feelings is really important to me in my own personal work. And um, I, as far as my abstract work, I think um, it's really about shape and form and light and shadow. And so I'm what I'm trying to communicate is like a moment of peace almost and so um just somewhere to contemplate um like yourself kind of a self-reflective moment um as far as my ceramic um if you go on my um instagram and and check it out you'll notice it's um abstract geometric forms and just the way they catch the light um is kind of uh i it's it's a space for um, reflection, but then like my actual process is it's very methodical and kind of 
um, I try to bring some of my mindfulness practice um, into my actual work. And so it's kind of um, a, a layered process for um, different artists. But for me personally, um, I'm trying to communicate like a feeling. Does that make sense? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah it makes <laughs> a lot of sense. And uh, the word that you uh, said that kind of struck me the most was reaction. Because yeah. I've only been to like one or two museums in my life. Really? You know, and uh, art museums. And only uh, Chelsea and I went to the Dallas Museum um, last year or something like that. And that was the first, probably the largest museum I've been to. And the first time I visited a museum as an adult, as somebody who feels like he could pot. I took an art appreciation class at TJC, <laughs> you know, and it yeah. did t teach me a lot. Derek's class right. taught me a ton of like how to think about it, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, you get so much more value out of it instead of kind of just walking around aimlessly. There yeah. are some that you're like, that's not for me. Don't care. That's way too old. Right. Don't really, you know, didn't, yeah. didn't jive. But then you turn the corner and you're like, whoa, that's really interesting. I and it makes you think and it makes you do react. So I guess what I'm, um, so what do you think about the reactionary point? So um, is it all about the reaction? Because because you talk about your you know your own process too, so how do you balance between like the your your own creative process and you being true to the work, and knowing that this you want this work to be in a public space? How do you how would an artist balance that? You mean balance like um like like I. The artist is going to have some sort of intent of intent to make the art, right? Like, I, I intend to make an art to do this thing, right? right? But the viewer is always going to have their own world going on. They might be hungry, you know, or, or whatever. Right. How does an artist communicate their intent to, some, to the viewer who m may be educated, maybe not, may be hungry, maybe not? without spelling it out and saying, this is what I want you to feel, right? Right. How can mm -hmm. you, how does an artist balance those things? Well, I think once you, so you have this intent when you first make a piece and you're like, okay, I, I'm feeling this personally. These are the ch colors and like images that I'm choosing to put out there. But once you put it out into the world, you really don't know how a person's going to react. Like if you've ever been with somebody in an art museum and they say, oh, well, I see a horse right here. And you're like, sure. okay, well, Maybe the artist intended there to be a horse there, or maybe it, you're putting your own inflection on there. So I think you're on the right vein that, like, yes, like, an artist can put some intent into it, but once it's out there, it's kind of it's kind of hard to, um, like, lead the actual person, like how their how their experiences with it. But um, I think through color choice and form, like, you can kind of guide the person. Like, if you've ever been in front of a Mark. Rothko, um, have you ever seen a Mark Rothko before? My favorite artist. Oh, good, <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so you know, there's. I want to go to Rothko Chapel and. Oh, Houston. you you should. It's really amazing. It's really amazing. But um, so there. If you're not familiar, it's uh, there are these giant um, square paintings essentially, and um, there he's a color expressionist. So you walk up to it, and it's just um, versions of red, or it's red and yellow, and um. Your experience with that is maybe more important than the intent of the artist in some ways because, you know, maybe he was intending, you know, one thing, right? Um, 
but you're he's communicating an idea right through color and space but like your experience with that is going to be different based on your background your education your experience of that day mm -hmm. and so um i think yes it's important um to understand the background of an artist but it's also like um it becomes its own monster i think once you put it out into the world um and yeah. so i guess you lose some some communication on some fronts but um i think it gains its a new avenue sometimes as well but yeah. for me personally like um when I'm trying to decide an intent, like I, I choose forms and shapes and imagery that kind of lead you towards something calm or towards something irritating. And um, once it's out there, like hopefully people pick up on that, but sometimes it does does take its own yeah like space. Definitely, yeah. and and that was I mean I, I you know pu as a published like I published a book of poetry right. or you know it was. So it's out in the world and it's on shelves right. and people interact with it in different ways and it's totally out of my control and that is a scary, somewhat scary feeling. It's it exciting is. and it's also like, <laughs> you know, like like what are they gonna think or what right. do they perceive out of that and all that kind of stuff and um, but you know I do take peace in the fact that it's like it's it it's now not just personally mine it's personally theirs too right which is really cool right. and like they have their own experience with it regardless right. of mine. Um, Another thing is like the understanding the artist is mm -hmm. really really helpful in understanding the work. Right. Like I didn't appreciate Rothko that much until I understood more of his intent and mm -hmm. understand like you start to understand like what and it puts you in that space, you know, right. of like of like okay, now I can appreciate it because I understand a little bit more of what his goal was ultimately, you know. Right. So uh as you know fundamentally is like my best guess anyway you know? <laughs> yeah so uh as not an art expert or what have you right. but um art history really helps you appreciate all that kind yeah of stuff, i, I think, think so i yeah. think so for sure yeah so yeah. um awesome well great yeah um okay so let's 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 uh segue a little bit into community okay um because i want to talk about etx creatives okay and uh the community aspect of art um general and specific so yeah, there's a fly in the <laughs> podcast room. No. This is awful. <laughs> Not a good home for you. You can leave now. Right. Um. Anyway. So yeah, art, art, community. Mm -hmm. Um. Let's let's think about. Uh, I want to talk about. Um. So there's the broader community of art, of like people know famous artists and like, you know the 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 famous you know Banksy that just sh got shredded and right. uh, you know when it got sold and there's there's that world of art that's an art community <laughs> and then there's everybody who reacts to that that thinks Banksy's the only genius artist out there because you know <laughs> uh, he kind of bucks the art that art community in a way right. um, but then there's also the very very localized art community so um I, I guess w I really want to talk about the the narr the more narrow art community. So, what do you, or, I want to talk about both, so, uh, <laughs> in terms of the art community as a whole, um, and, you know, art being sold, and the value of art, what do you think about that? <laughs> that's a, that's a big question. I mean, there's a lot of different levels to that. There's, like, um, the local gallery level, there's, like, you know, larger scheme where people are buying for their homes, and then you have you know, millionaires buying Picasso's at auction. And so 
um, I think it's definitely interesting at the different levels, but um, uh, I think our, uh, the art world that we live in is definitely uh, its own monster. <laughs> and um, I think that in order for us to understand it better is through education and like exposing people to more art so they can understand, okay, well, why did this bank see sell for millions of dollars? And, you know, we can maybe come close to an answer for that. But um, as a whole, it's, it's hard to say um, how I feel about it. I think, uh, I think it's definitely interesting. It has its place. Um, and for me personally, I, I enjoy seeing the more contemporary artists that are working right now being accepted and um, introduced into our museums and kind of placed alongside these great masters. Um, in your view, what do you think about art? Um, what kind of art goes into a museum? Like, uh, like from working in a few, you've worked in a few, and you, as somebody who has no idea how that stuff's chosen, but a lot of people want their art in a museum at some point or in a gallery and what have you. So I guess it all depends on, I, I guess it somewhat depends on intent. Like, you know, the one gallery main street has like a subject of a show or what have you. Um, so I guess I, I'm asking like, ha what, what is the thought process of a museum um, when it comes to choosing art of people that are just normal people? Like, how do you <laughs> do that? Is it political? Is it like, you oh, gotta know somebody or? Um, that's, a, that's also a really big question that I don't feel like I'm equipped to answer, but um, I do think the role of the museum is to educate your public, right? And there are a few museums that do that really, really well. Um, I really like Crystal Bridges uh, Museum in Bentonville, Arkansas. They have kind of a more um, modern approach to uh, displaying and so they'll put contemporary artists that are creating right now maybe an artwork that was created this year next to um, a historical portrait and so I think um, the juxtaposition of um, something that's fine art that is maybe a little bit um, controversial or speaking about our time right now for next to something that um, is you know deemed fine art and like this you know priceless object um, placing those in the same room and having a conversation about um, what is our culture is, is really important um, in the museum world. And um, yeah, I think uh, I think as far as what is chosen, you know, that I have no that. idea. It's it's all up to um, those individuals, that group. Yeah, I think, the c and I don't I don't feel like I'm um, a expert about any of this, but it has to do with who's making art with what group with and who is seeing it at what time and so right. i think it's all really subjective but i think the artwork that is um, more substantial is is one or ones that are really making an impact on um on us as um a culture and so um like uh carol walker she's a she's an incredible uh, contemporary artist working right now and she makes these silhouette cut cutouts mm -hmm. and um they are very um they're they're inspired by 18th century silhouettes portraiture where people would get um their face like cut out against black black against white um and what she uses is this material to create these scenes that are about 
um, black and white relations during the 1800s, mm. and but also a reflection on now. And so placing those in galleries near, you know, portraits of, you know, high society is um, it's like a very interesting juxtaposition and um, and just kind of starts a conversation about um, where we should be heading as a culture. Um, I, you know, I love art history and um, I think the reason why I do is because it's a accurate portrayal of culture the way it wants to be seen. Um, and so in the, in history, like, you know, you have these portraits being made and this is the best image of this person, like that they will ever have. And mm -hmm. so they're shown in this really particular light and um, they're shown with items that they, that mean different things. And then, um, so it's like the best representation of what they would like their life to be like, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, and then as far as contemporary art, we're portraying imagery and um, representations from our culture that um, represent us in a similar way, right? But they're doing a thing where <laughs> there's the flies around me. <laughs> um, in contemporary art, it is highlighting the issues that we have in our in our culture in a lot of ways, um, and um, and also idealizing. And so, um, uh, what I'm getting at is that I think the art world and how we choose art to be in our museums, it's really subjective um, to, you know, who's in charge of, of those particular things. But um, I've kind of tangented my way over no, but, to but, this. No, but you're, you're right. <laughs> in that it, but you're saying it's, it's, it's also, I think you're saying, it's, it's also always has a, a, a thumb on the pulse of what's happening in our culture. Exactly. And the narrative of um, our, uh, where we coming from, where we're coming from, and where we hope to go, maybe, exactly. and, and ha what people are currently experiencing. Exactly. Awesome. In a, in a more eloquent way, yes. Well, <laughs> you know, the calm is strong over yes. here. The calm <laughs> is strong. No, that was great. That's excellent. Um, okay, so let's talk about ETX Creatives, okay. and let's talk about our local community, because um, I think that's interesting, because, um, you know, some time ago, uh, and maybe possibly, you know, still happening, um, is that that Austin, Texas, was the cultural hub of um, of of Texas, uh, mm -hmm. the only place where you could go to get art, and the only place where artists would go because right. that's where the artists go because that's the creative, you know, mecca of our um, of of the great state of Texas. Right. Um, a lot of people still view that, and you know, Austin's awesome. It is artistic and very. Uh, interesting and cool right. and creative and all that kind of stuff not to take anything away from them but um as a east texan mm -hmm. you know i know a lot of creative wonderful talented awesome people and there is a community here as well so what do you think about the east texas artistic community um i think it's really strong in that um we have a lot of really talented people living here working here um, going through school here, TJC and UT Tyler have fantastic studio arts programs, um, and we have a great music scene. Um, but I think what we've been missing in the past is it like really communing together and, and being able to get to know each other. And um, so, 
I think it's there. I think that the people are there. We have the interests. We have the talent for sure. Um, but I think we've kind of had difficulties connecting in the past. And so that's kind of what I'm hoping to do with um, ETX Creatives. Yeah. So keep on going. Okay. So um, what is ETX Creatives? Okay. ETX Creatives is um, a group of people that are working to um, gather together so that we can educate and engage the community in the arts. And um, creative people can be poets, artists, uh, musicians, um, you know, anybody who is um, making something um, is a creative. So you're a creative because you make podcasts. <laughs> cool. Um, but what we're trying to do is just kind of bring bring the community together it's it's almost like a networking group um right now um where people come together and we've had monthly meetups and we just get to know other um working creatives in the area and so it's been really really fun so far so awesome so uh what what is the start date when when did you start it uh we started in um october okay i believe Oh no! <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. It yeah, in ended October. the year kind of fall. Yeah, something. yeah. It's and been, but it's been picking up some steam, I think. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of uh, been a brainchild of mine for a year, and I wasn't really sure how to start it. Um, in general, I kind of was thinking, okay, well, maybe we need like a book club for people that are painters or whatever. And um, what it kind of became is just um, our first little meetup was at um, uh, True Vine. And we just got together and talked about maybe what we wanted to see in the arts community and um, and just enjoyed each other's company. It was only about 15 people at the first meeting. Only? 15? Only. That's, that's a lot. I mean, that's, yeah. That's a good <laughs> amount. <laughs> that's a good amount. 15 yeah. people would not fit in this room, you know? That's so. true. This is a very small room. <laughs> yeah. So. But, um, and then we met again um, in... Uh, December. So we started in November, <laughs> December, <laughs> and um, and we just drew together and kind of did the same thing where we just kind of got to know each other better. We had a few more people, and we've started an online presence. So we have um, ETX Creatives has a Facebook page so where you can go and follow um, us and see what what we're doing. It's mostly to promote things that are happening in town and. Um, and then if you are a creative person or consider yourself a making person, um, you can apply to be um, a member. So right now we have um, 160 uh, members in our Facebook group. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's really awesome. And um, you, ca you have to apply to be in the group. So um, you What does that look like? So it's <laughs> what it is, it's a few questions that ask you, um, what is your creative work? Um, how would you like to build community? And um, where are you spending most of your time? Because... Um, I've had a, a handful of people wanting to like become part of this community online, but mm -hmm. are from Dallas or from uh, Shreveport, a little too far, <laughs> or trying to keep it very local. And um, so once you've submitted those questions, uh, I, me or one of my administrators, I've got Jessica Sanders and Micah Lewis are really helping me um, kind of moderate this group and um, create events. And um, we'll email you and ask for a few representations of your work. So may maybe it's poetry or maybe it's some images of your um, illustrative work. Mm -hmm. And then um, we'll accept you into the group. So it's, it's really kind of exciting because it's all people that are making actively. Yeah, so in really our area. That's, in that's our area. Too. Yeah, that's what's exciting. you got to have some East Texas roots to 
to get in. Absolutely. That's absolutely. Awesome. It's really, really cool. So Awesome. So uh, you've got an event coming up, too. Thank you. So, uh, which I'm uh, helping out with a little bit. Yeah. Um, so tell me, tell, tell us, tell the, the listener about the event and tell them how it came about. What's like the, the prompt and, and why about the prompt? I'm curious because <laughs> okay. I don't know. Okay. So I'm just curious about how the prompt came about and, and, and why that prompt and, and why that prompt now. And right. You know what I mean? Well, um, so me, Jessica, and um, Micah, we all got together, and we really just decided that we wanted to do an event soon. Um, and so we decided for January and started thinking about ideas for this name for the event. And um, I started I, – I wanted to keep it local, so I started thinking about, okay, it's January in Texas, um, and thinking about Texas weather <laughs> and how inconsistent it is. It is 70 degrees outside right now yesterday it was like 40 yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah so um i it really was based on like what our weather is like but i, I really wanted to delve into the fact that um w in our lives like we have um, inconsistencies in the way we treat each other the way we treat ourselves our mental health and i've seen kind of a resurgence in um people being willing to talk about mental health um, in East Texas. And um, I just kind of wanted to be able to touch on that with, with this, um, this show. And so, uh, so yeah, so that's kind of where the name came from. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I think that's and so awesome. Oh, thanks. Well, <laughs> I, I think it's awesome because it's, 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 it's funny how, because like as a creative or as an artist, you think inconsistency and I'm like, man, yeah, I felt that. <laughs> like, how could I, you know, da, 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 and you can kind of, you know, just take that inspirational, uh, that, that word, that prompt right. and run with it, like right. in a lot of different directions. So I'm excited to see what people come about, but to know that the origin was not necessarily <laughs> like, like this big ethereal, right. very, very deep thing. It was just based on the fact that we were in East Texas and our weather's absolutely crazy <laughs> is yeah. so perfect i yeah. think it's so awesome and it's a good powerful lesson for anybody to be like i don't know what to do i don't know what to write about you can literally make anything about anything yes so uh <laughs> it's just up to you to be a creative so yeah, anyway continue I, I don't know what you're gonna say no no i i don't either <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, no no um yeah i, I kind of I like that it kind of has some lightness to it too. So it's so deep on the mental health right. part, but then it's also but like about that. weather. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I don't know. So, no, it's um, so it's cool. So we did a, a call for artists and poets until um, we closed that um, in December. And so we have our selection of artists now. And so they've submitted work and I had it jurored by uh, friends of mine at the Agora Borealis uh, gallery in Shreveport. Wow. Yeah, so they're they're really amazing people, um, and so they have uh, accepted a handful of artists for the show, and um, and then we have some poetry submissions as well. And um, my friend J T Wilkinson is going to be playing music at the show, and he's also asked some other musicians to come and play with him. So it's going to be cool. And then uh, Aaron's going to gonna do some poetry <laughs> he's looking at me like scared <laughs> yeah yeah i'll do some i'll do some yeah you've written something i i guess or you're writing something yeah i've got some thoughts on inconsistency on inconsistency down um but then i thought about another poem that i've that's like a little bit older but goes right with the theme great so i'm just gonna do that so that's then it awesome. makes it way easier on me 
And, uh, God, it's not original yeah. for my thing. No, well, you know, not yet anyway. <laughs> but I, I might have some other stuff, you know, up no, my sleeve in my pocket that I can uh, that I can share. That's brand brand new. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I'm excited to uh, you know hear the other poets. Uh, I've contacted a few poet friends of mine. Hopefully, they get involved and uh, get on the mic too. Um, that will that'll be interesting. I think that'll be cool. I think I'm really excited about that. Yeah. So, um, well, that's awesome. It's just going to be a really fun, creative time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I- the first really like formal, quote formal event for ETS it Creative. It is. It is. And it's going to be at the old Truvine location. It is. The the location lives on. It does. I just thought that'd be such a fun opportunity to be out there, and there's so much like good feelings for me out in that space it for was sure. kind of this um where something really great got started you know really true vine is like building a community themselves and it was like one oh of yeah. the first times like people were eating together it was almost like this underground that you had to know you had to know what thursday you had to bring a chair yeah. and so something about that was really really nice and so i i thought i'd bring some of those good feelings into this yeah by hosting it there that's awesome yeah so it's january 19th at the former true vine location from 7 to 11 12 dollars true vines providing some beer so that'll cool. that's kind of cool yeah and what's the address do you know it is two let me look at this i had it pulled up of course and now my computer is locked probably the fly's fault let's see <laughs> good <laughs> Okay, it's at 219 South Inglewood Avenue. So, that's a Saturday. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So, it's I mean, it's coming in like the next couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, it's coming in the next couple of weeks. I think it's going to be really fun. I think it's going to be a nice showcase of like the some of the just some of the talent that we have in East Texas. There were a lot um, of pieces for them to choose from. So, it's just I'm excited for this event and then hopefully more in the future. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, um kind of talking about the future. Yeah. Um Somebody gets involved now, they come to the event. That's excellent. But what do you what do you envision for 2019? We're <laughs> we're at the top of the calendar at this Goodness. point. So what do you what what's 2019 look like for ETX Creatives? Yeah, so 2019 for ETX Creatives, um, we'll be hopefully doing some more gallery style um, art shows like Inconsistency. Um, we just have so many amazing artists and musicians to kind of showcase. So we're just hoping to do more of that um also uh through this group we want to do workshops so that the public can be um engaged in art making as well and be encouraged to become a creative as well um and so at february 9th we have a free art workshop at truvine from one to four and what that means is you'll come um it's a it'll be a small little kind of station where you learn how to make stencils um and you'll make a tiny artwork that you will put around town. So you take the artwork and you hashtag um, the um, your post, and then people can go and try to find it. It's almost like geocaching with art, but then they get a free artwork out of it. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of fun, and so just like fun little interactive activities like that, where the art the art world can kind of touch our community. Um, that's, that's awesome. Kind of, that's kind of the goal. There was like a free art Friday. People have done that before. Yes. I've seen around. Yeah. And that's so we were inspired similar. by that. So did you, um, did you go to the the film festival here in town? Okay. So there was a film festival in downtown Tyler not too long ago, and one of the um, 
films was Free Art Friday um, in Atlanta. And it just talked about all these artists getting together and making these tiny artworks to display. So that's, we're stealing that idea. Yeah, <laughs> steal like an artist. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a <laughs> steal like an artist. So it's, it's essentially um, this uh, movement happening across America where these larger cities are um, creating free art and distributing it. We decided to do it on a Saturday because I know everybody has lives <laughs> and it's hard. And so um, ours is a free art Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The alliteration doesn't work no, as well. it doesn't work as well. <laughs> same idea. Same idea <laughs> and it works, but you know. Right. And so um, I think those will be a lot of fun. So like because I have kind of this um, – museum heart in me i just i want to engage the public as much as possible um and just kind of um access as many people as possible so that's that's yeah. our goal yeah that's awesome right now. that's awesome yeah. well i'm excited to 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 hear or well see i guess uh to experience yeah. more of the vast amount of talent that east exes I, I was i was going to do etx and east exes at the same time that's oh no that's okay it's that okay. east Texas has i'm excited yeah I'm excited. it's going to be really cool well um congratulations on the creation of the group and all of the success that's been happening i highly encourage you if you're listening to or you are if you heard that uh, <laughs> to to check it out on facebook it's literally it's just the three letters etx yes like is Together. there a dash? There's no dash. ETX Creatives. We're on Facebook yep. as yeah, a group, community organization is what we're classified cool. as. Cool. So yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of people, uh, a lot of engagement in that group. A lot of people saying, you know, uh, posting different things, if it's uh, art opportunities or Absolutely. what have you. And so it's been it's been cool to listen in yeah. you know, a little bit. And it's, it's community-based. So if you have an event that you feel like um, people need to know about, you know, like, feel free to post it on our page. We'll we'll share it. And so, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, well, that goes. Uh, we checked off everything that I had on my list Great. and a little bit more. Do you have anything that else you want to share or talk about or what have you? Um. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's this is um a new new world for me. So I am just really thankful that you had me on the show and that we could kind of talk about all the things that we like. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it's, fun. it's just fun. Uh, yeah. I, I really enjoy podcasting. Um, you know, I started with Brewing Community with Carlos, and it was just a, a, a venture of ours. He's a creative guy, and we wanted to talk to people that we think are doing creative things in the community. And that's what really got me into um, doing this more often. And um, it's really fun to figure, you know, find out the find out more about the people that are in our area and learn more and you know i'm just kind of taking that and, and running with it podcasts right. are fun i love podcasts <laughs> so um i get to learn more um hopefully the people who listen get to learn more right. and you know i get to talk about what i like which is communication community and uh you know all, all that so it's perfect it's fun yeah so. that's awesome um sweet Give ETX Creatives a like. Give Addy Moore a follow on Instagram, Addy the Nomad. And keep following the Strong Calm Podcast. Like, share, subscribe. Do all those things. Yes. Um, yeah, stay driven, folks. Bye. Thanks, Addy. Woo-hoo.